Hello and welcome. You're listening to This Is Some Scene. I am James Ippoliti, and I am also the host of the Real Demons of Pop Culture podcast and many more podcasts soon to come. This Is Some Scene was a podcast I produced back in the mid-2000s to about 2009. Season one of This Is Some Scene is going to be those lost interviews. Interviews with people like Tommy Wiseau, Joe Dante, Amber Benson, Crispin Glover, so many more at the dawn of podcasting. I had a group of people that had a lot of fun doing these podcasts. Now, the quality is not as great as it could be because it was at the beginning of podcasting where it was very hard. It also was recorded live. Most of the calls were live, as you will see. And so the quality is not to the standards of 2023, but they are pretty good for 2008, 2009, etc. You may hear the voices of Andrea. You may hear the voices of Eric Feasterville, also known as Chris Blake Sasser. So grab your favorite beverage, sit back, and enjoy these interviews from the beginning of the podcasting universe. In season two, we will be introducing new interviews to continue the legacy of This Is Some Scene. 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 (laughs) Hello, creeps. This is the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to This is Some Scene. (laughs) That's right. Live from Gorilladelphia, this is some scene for Monday, February 9th, 2009. I'm your host, Ralph James. I am joined by Andrea and Eric Feastville, and that music is not going to work. I don't know why it's so fucking loud. I don't hear it at all. I heard it. Yeah, it's not that loud. The intro, I couldn't hear at all, actually. uh, I couldn't either. Yeah, it was I I agree. I don't know what it is with uh, live radio, but it's, you know, we should just record the whole show and then play it and... You know, everything can be edited and perfectly, um, you know, calibrated nah. for for the listener. What fun, what fun would that be? I don't know. Our special guest will be writer, director, actor the, of The Room, and he also directed Homeless in America, Tommy Wasau. Hi, Tommy. Yeah, how you doing? Tommy Wasau, how you doing? How you doing? This is James. Thanks for calling in. I'm glad that you gave us some time to call in and uh, talk with us. Okay, I'm yours. All right. Well, let's get into uh, the first question is, uh, what inspired you to make the film The Room? Well, first of all, I would like to say thank you to all all the fans to supporting The Room. And um, basically, I inspire myself. But uh, my idea come out to make The Room from life. I got the idea from life and experience of, of my friends and and dealing with a relationship in real life and among people. I want to create a story who reflects all this with many different obstacles, you know, that confront all of us. And that's basically what is the, uh, you know, what I concluded. And I say, I did some 
research, you know, like the human behavior, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, okay, I'm writing the the room. And basically, you know, the beginning is supposed to be a play, but then I changed my mind to reach masses of people, if I may, if I may say that, and I decided to actually do in the film. Okay, so now when you may decide you're going to make this film, and you, you wrote the film, and you directed the film, and you also starred in the film, uh, were right. you, did, you, were, did you right away say, I want to be Johnny? Did you want to play that part, or did, that, did you think about putting someone else in that part ever? Well, you know, we have regular casting. I don't know how much time we have in your show, but uh, long story short, uh, you see, at first I say, let's see how we do it. So I did play John in the beginning. As well, I give all the actors opportunity to actually test the script, you know. That was the process of, uh, you know, very, you know, process what what I call due process, the same like in the law, you know. I'm saying I'm just teasing, but at the same time, I have certain approaches. I say, let's just try to do as a play first. And right. I, I was... Thinking, but then I do the research. You know, it didn't, as you know, number of people going to theater. It's not as many as number of people see the, the the film. And and then I concluded, you know, that it's too many obstacles relate to the real life. And that's what I changed my mind. And I say, you know what, I am I am making feature movie. That's basically what happened. So was it hard to direct yourself in a movie? Well, yeah, absolutely. By the way, this is a good question. You see, directing and acting is two different things. Uh, but I have a system in place which included daily taping and reviewing, and basically uh, we call it an industry daily. And um, I reviewed the footage, and I didn't like it something, you know, I, we redo again. And uh, it's, it's very, you know, you have to be very accurate, you know, what you want. So objective already, I have... Uh, you know, storyboard, et cetera, et cetera, and I have objective what I want to accomplish by each scene. So if I did not see in a, in a, what what I want to accomplish, I we repeat the the scene and we retape it again, refilm it again. Do you like acting better or directing better? Better. You know what? I actually I am passionate about acting, uh, and and but you know I can direct too. You know, I mean. I like both, actually, right now, I'll be honest with you. All right. Now, the film has acquired a cult status, and it's on its way to becoming a true American cult classic. How does this make you feel? Well, I'm thrilled about it, be honest with you, because I think that uh, it's flattered me that people consider it to actually the room became American cult classic. And, again, you see, you have a lot of stuff in the room that's related to real life. You know, it's, again, some of the... Your audience, I don't know how many people see it, saw the room, but you can always go theroommovie.com and uh, and check the footage as well as buy a DVD. But the great experience to actually see it in the theater because you know I'm all friends and and I'm thrilled about it. If if people if the the room is becoming an American cult classic, and I'm I'm very pleased about it. Let's put it this way. <laughs> Yeah. So let me, let me. I know in Los Angeles they have like midnight screenings. Is that what they do out there? They have it all the time, like playing. Yeah, we have a midnight screening uh, uh, once a month, uh, last Saturday of each month. The Lemmy Sunset Five, and and actually uh, we sometimes have three screening. Last time we had three screening, 
and uh, we have a lot of people, and uh, people enjoy themselves, you know, interact between the, the screen and the et cetera, et cetera. And I have good news for you, that actually. We'll be showing the room all over the country. Uh, we're showing in New York, San Francisco, Phoenix, Atlanta. And, again, you can go to theroommovie.com and, uh, and see the schedule. Oh, that's exciting. Now, I was going to ask what going to be my next question was, uh, would you be taking this on the road? Because everything I hear about in Los Angeles sounds fantastic. It's, you know, it's becoming such a cult classic that it's, people are comparing it to the Rocky Horror Picture Show as, because of the audience participation in the film. So that sounds exciting if you take that on the road. Right, right. Well, what the thing is that people approach us, and we basically... Uh, it is whatever you see in the theater it's a 35 millimeter film I want to stress that because we use actually two cameras uh, HD and 35 what you see in the theater is 35 and and, uh, and uh, again you know we have regular screening and that's what right now it's booked we have four different uh, books right now for the room so you in any audience who actually lives somewhere else they can send us email we'll be glad to Respond. I'll go to theroommovie.com. That's the simple way. I also want to point out, if anybody, you know, when you're listening to the show now or the show will be archived, that on this episode page we have a direct link to buy the room and also to buy Homeless in America. You can click on that and buy it automatically from Amazon.com. So anybody oh, listening, they... uh, now are you aware that actress Kristen Bell, who's from you know uh, Heroes and Veronica Mars? Uh, she hosts room viewing parties at her house, and other celebrities like Paul Rudd and Arrested Development's David Cross and Jonah Hill, they show up and they have these parties and they show these movies. And also Shaun of the Dead director Edgar Wright is a fan. Uh, have you ever met any of these celebrities? Are you aware that this is going on? I heard about it, uh, about it but I met some of them, but I would not drop the name like you did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that, that's uh, on, on the Internet's public knowledge now. I mean, I, I found that online. Uh, but that's, uh, that's pretty fascinating to have, you know, these celebrity fans having parties with your film. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's quite an achievement to uh, have it become such a cult film. Well, they enjoy it. You see, the room, you have to understand that the room is for everyone. That's basically what I'm saying. And I've always been, you know, consistent with my answers, you know. All right. Now, uh, Ross Moran is an assistant professor of film studies at St. Cloud State University in Minnesota, and he has said this about The Room. He says, it is one of the most important films of the past decade. It exposes the fabricated nature of Hollywood, and he says, it is the, the Room is the Citizen Kane of bad movies. How do you feel about something, you know, the people who – now, that's actually sort of a compliment and not at the same time. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I agree with your statement. Actually, you know, I, I uh, again, I will say to Mr. Morans that I agree with him partially because you see, what you see in the room, it's not the regular, you know, regular movie. Uh, you, you know, it's not the regular cookie cutter from Hollywood. You have to understand that's number one. Number two, you have to understand, and audience probably some of you guys understand already that it was done differently. It's not, you know, the, 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 the entire approach. My approach is different. You know, I always say on the screen this way. I say you can laugh, you can cry, you can express yourself, but please don't hurt each other. I'm thrilled to say that actually people have a reaction to the room. About Speaking about the professor, he's partially right, you know, because it's different. It's much different. 
and uh, the idea behind it actually is also that's connect to the to the people because uh, you know, I like, uh, for example, Citizen Kane, Orson Welles, uh, James Dean, and others uh, who are actually. Oh, boy. Are we still here? Hello? Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that was, but you were saying. I here. don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, I like all these different uh, performers, or writers, Tennessee Williams, and the others who actually contribute to society by their work connecting people. And I will say, I will rebuttal any person, you know, positive, negative, whatever they want to say, they still will connect, but some people don't get it. They have to, that's what I always say to people, you have to see the room a few times, they say you be connected. And it's not important for me, actually it's thrill for me to say it, that actually we have a reaction. I have a regular Q&A in Los Angeles, uh, so, so I like a reaction of the public, and uh, especially that some of the, or some of the viewers actually will see the room like me 14, 15, 16, 18 times, or 20, yeah. whatever. So, so I'm, I'm thrilled to say that that this is the story, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I like it. So. Okay, so uh, are you getting any interference? I'm just wondering. Yeah, I don't know what's happened online, but uh, but now I'm okay. So what is your okay. next question? I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so many people seem they seem to relate. Like we were talking about this, there's people seen a movie 20 times. They seem to relate to the room. Uh, there's your passion for your art seems to come through to the audience in in different ways, I suppose, for each person. Uh, but what do you think the secret to the room success is? Why do you think people keep coming back and and that it speaks to them somehow? What do you think that secret is that I, I, I personally think of the room, well, it, it's, it's, it's about life and human behavior and situations, you see. It's, just, it, it's the simplicity of the room connect to, the, uh, to, to people. I don't know what's happened in the line. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. It must just be Okay, so basically what I think the, the connection we have between the, uh, the, the audience and people want to, because you always discover something new. It's not just a, like I always say, see the room two or three times, you know, because you will discover something. It's something within which you will like it. You may hate it too. And also it's a red flag, you know, uh, like, I, like in the room, you know, two is better than three, you know. So what kind of relationship you have? What kind of approach do you have for drugs? I and mean, we, we're dealing with so many different uh, you know, issues in the room, cancer, drugs, relationships, etc., etc., etc. And I'm just speed up a little bit because probably we don't have so much time, but you can, you can drill on, on this over and over, and the bottom line is you can learn something, and that's what made me happy, okay? Right. And, and because it was done with sincere way. It was done with, a, with, a, with, a, with re- realism. It's not a fantasy People sometimes say melodrama. It's not melodrama at all. We call black comedy because certain lines is go a little overboard. Like you are turning me apart, Lisa. You know. <laughs> yeah. So this, you see, is it's go a little on purpose because I have friends who talk to girls like that. You know. So right. so it's it's coming from real life. Bottom line. Yeah. So. I mean, that's the thing you watch it. Not everybody's dealt with these kind of weird things in relationships with, especially like Lisa being just a gold digger 
and uh, you know the, all the cheating that goes on. Um, is this story about Johnny somewhat based on your personal life? I mean, have you been through a lot of this stuff yourself? Well, you know, well, let me say this way. Generally speaking, I'm, I'm probably talking to about. Uh, I would say we all been there somewhat, sort of yeah. degree. <laughs> right. Because I think that. I was gonna say I think that's what a lot of people go and they see that and uh, they they probably have something like that happen in their life. You know, I I I got the, uh, uh, hundreds hundreds of emails. Thank you for for the the room. Believe it or not. And I'm thrilled, again, that people connect to it based on the because it's real life. You really think about it. If you, if, if you think what is in it, and, and that's the idea behind it, you have to analyze and share with your friends and have fun. That's the idea. And, and I encourage people, yell, scream, express yourself. That's, that's another thing what I think is good about the room. Well, what amazes me is, I know that these, these films, they, you know, you scream and people do yell and scream, and sometimes they, they say nasty things that could, any other filmmaker might be upset about. How, how, do you, how do you, that's okay with you that some people are yelling something that might be insulting about the film? Let me tell you, it's 100% okay with me, because I did my job as a director. Keep in mind that my take of directing and acting as well is to provoke the audience. As long you do legit way, you know. You, as long you don't hurt the audience, okay. Right. And they, 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 the idea is express yourself. We have all kind of different expression. You, you may be angry. You may be yelling, screaming. You cannot take away from people. That's where we live in America, as you know. Uh, so, so I encourage people. I'm not upset at all. I contrary, I encourage them to do that anytime. Uh, as you know, I would say one more sentence about this. You know, I discovered that in America right now, we do not have a places to scream and yell. If you scream on the street and coffee shop, whatever, people will look at you awkward. Guess what? See the room. You can do it. Okay? And, and we have to because you know why? Because it's a part of a nature if you really think about it. You know. Yeah, it's a good point. Of, of, you... of course, again, you have to have some kind of respect. That's another thing. But right. the same token, expression is very important. And that's what people, you know, create more stuff because of expressing themselves. If you eliminate expression, the society can be dull as far as I'm concerned. All right. Now, just um, to, to close up on the room, I think that uh, – Anybody in Hollywood, their main goal in Hollywood is to get a reaction from the audience and to do that. And, and The Room definitely does that. It definitely you, – people are reacting to this movie, whether they like it or hate it, they, they still want to see it. And that's – your job's done as far as a director and a writer. You made a movie that Hollywood has a hard time trying to do to get people to come out and see it. And this has been going on since 2003, correct? Correct. We're, we're now in the six years showing. Yeah, that's unbelievable. You know how many people would be dying to be in that position? And so, you know, and, and I got to hand it to you to be able, you must have taken a lot of crap from a lot of people for a long time and you still, you know, hung, hung in there and said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to let it be what it is. It, it kind of was organic, wasn't it? it, it the room became its own thing and, uh, and, and became, you know, something that I don't know if anybody could find the formula to make something like that. Well, the formula is work. That's basically what it is. You know, if somebody give me good budget, you know, I can. I'm ready for any challenge. You know. Yeah. I mean, 
you, you have to think about not so much subjectively. I will say to all all the your audiences, well, the future filmmakers, you have to be thinking objectively. A lot of people are thinking subjectively, and I think that's maybe uh, some of the stuff what what I don't think that way. I, I'm trying to think as the big picture, not the small picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Can you tell me about your other film, The Homeless in America? Well, you see, Homeless in America is two different things. It's a, it's a documentary about their eerie situation in America. But that affects all of us, basically, you know. And they, uh, Again, you see, this is totally different thing that, you know, it's graphically sort of depicts the life of homeless and on the street. And uh, I did this movie because I used to go to school, you know, and I say, I usually see the homeless person, right, begging or whatever. I say, oh, yeah, this guy is alcoholic, you know, or, you know, drug addicts or whatever, you know. And I said, no, wait a minute. I said, one day it just strike me, you know. And that was actually when I was watching The Room, I said, wait a minute. I have to do the homeless in America. And that's when everything starts. And I decided to grab the camera, and, and I got the crew, and we actually did the homeless in America. And we discovered a lot of stuff. Long story short, the good news is that you cannot eliminate homelessness in America or any country in the world. That's the bottom line from Egyptian, if you really think about it. However, you can reduce it. And we, I find a lot of not-profit organizations, et cetera, et cetera, who actually committed to help these people on the street or, uh, or what they have special needs, et cetera, et cetera. So my view about homelessness is much, much different than I used to think about it, you know. But if, like I say, we can reduce it if everybody's pitching. And again, we shouldn't even criticize society because we have a homeless, homelessness in America or uh, any different country because this stuff happened in, in so many different obstacles that probably we don't have the time right now to have it finalize this. Now, do you think that homeless in America doesn't get the press uh, because people want to avoid that topic in this country? By the way, this is, I, I commend you, James, for your statement because you're 100% right on the money. That's correct. It's very eerie. Uh, you know, some people donate, I myself donate money for a different organization uh, which actually relate to homelessness, help them homeless, or et cetera. But we don't see the, the, the real thing, you know. And right. um, some people make fun of it, whatever. But I think, i I, I be honest with you, with your audience, I myself approached several public stations, which I was, as an American, I'm appalled that they actually, I'm not here to criticize, but I'm telling you the story, that I'm appalled that they reject the homeless in America to show in their station, and I'm not naming any name whatsoever. They pick up different subjects from overseas instead of actually uh, work on this homeless in America, you know, uh, film. And, and I was talking to several people, and I say, you guys, uh, this is not the way it's supposed to be, because I think, I personally, I educate myself, because you do not, we do not have, a, you know, reports of what's happened on the street. And uh, this, uh, the movie, what I did, uh, Homeless in America, actually explore all this stuff, and actually uh, somewhat, um, I don't want to say words teaching, but, but sort of give you different perspectives. And the bottom line is you have a hope, and actually we can reduce this, but some of it 
TV station or a radio station or, or they don't want to deal with this stuff. And this is very, I would say, even an American as far as I'm concerned because I, I got really hard time with a lot of stations that I say, okay, you don't want to show the room or whatever, that's fine. What about homeless in America? This is the issue what we should talk about. As a, right. Because, because I don't, be honest with you, I don't want people see sleep on this street like two days ago. I, I see this every single day, and I live very nice neighborhood, let's put it this way, you know. But it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it is what it is, but I think, like I said again, uh, we can do something about it, and, and hopefully somebody is listening. <laughs> Right. And like I said, you can purchase Homeless in America and The Room both on this website page if you, you're listening to the show now or if you listen to it when it's archived. And, uh, yeah, pick it up. And, uh, you know, people should open their eyes to these, these issues. And, it's, you know, it's nice that you went from, you know, making a, you know, a fictional piece about The, the Room and then decided you're going to try to make something, uh, you know, to better this country that you live in. So that's yeah, you know, what. We we don't make any money on the the homeless in America, but I think I'm proud of this project very much. So and I got a lot emails as well from people who actually regular citizens who say thank you for making this movie. You know, I mean, I was I'm proud of it. Good. Now, uh, how about the sitcom you're working on? It's called The Neighbors. Yeah, there's, uh, they can again they can go to theroommovie.com and we see, we have all the synopsis and also. I'm just basically dealing also relationship, and it's it's made for the TV TV station basically. Okay. It's a sitcom. I am Charlie, who's 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 the manager of the apartment, and we have a ghost. We have all kind of different stuff, and it's, it's funny. Uh, and uh, actually, we we do have a trailer. They can see the trailer as well. And and uh, right now with the neighbors, you know, I don't know what will happen. I mean. We approach a couple station and we see what happened because it's for TV. We we like to work. I like to work, you know, with the TV station basically. Right. But you we have already pilot is already finished. We did the pilot uh, 22 minutes, so it's so it's done. You what you see on on website is just a trailer, 30 seconds or whatever it is. Did you say there's a ghost in the story as well? Yeah, it is ghost. It's it's a Princess Penelope, but you have to go to a website and, and check. I don't want to spoil the the excitement. All right. <laughs> <laughs> did did uh you find it difficult going from uh, directing features to something short like a twenty thirty minute pilot? Well, you see, let me say it this way: the pilot we actually shot it uh, three days, I believe. It's it, but what you you should maybe you know for forty five hours whatever, but you got only twenty two minutes, so. Uh, it is different. You again, you have to approach differently because it's much. You work differently, you know. You it, it's 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 much different how you prepare for the film. You know, it's two different things. Right. But, but again, directing, I have the same, basically the same uh, place um, system as I mentioned before. You know, taping, watching, and and decided what to do. You know. Right. So, okay, well, we're uh, basically out of time. Uh, is there anything that you want to add of something that you're working on outside? Or, um, well, you know? I'm working on some vampire movie, and I am thrilled to say that, you know, that some of it, uh, you know, some big studio, there are some interesting, some interest they have. Hopefully they will call me like you did. So I am also, again, I would say thank you to all of you, all the fans and people who are listening, um, future fans of The Room, 
and send us email. And I think you uh, thank you for uh, having me uh, in your program. Oh, no problem. Thanks for calling in. And if you have uh, you know any updates you want to email me about, and uh, we can bring you back on sometime. Okay, we'll do that. Thank you very much, James. All right, Tommy. Take care. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Good night.